Let's talk about mindset as a business owner. I'm going to tell you that mindset is something that I never thought about or even knew about until I was in business, or at least running my first business, which was like a little dabbling in an MLM. But I did not know that you could change your thoughts consciously. And I don't know if that is just something that I wasn't taught as a child or if I just didn't pay attention. For me as a child, I was taught that life was just something that happened to you. You played the cards you were dealt. And I know now, like looking back, that my mom was working really hard to change her circumstances, but that wasn't something that we talked about or really even acknowledged. So the idea of working on your mindset was not something I knew about. I don't even think I would have been open to the idea of it until I was a little bit older. But once I learned that we do in fact have control over our thoughts, it was pretty life-changing. Now I can tell when I'm in a funk and when I need to focus on my mindset at a really conscious level, like when I need to sit down and say, right now I'm working on my mindset, which is something that we have to do daily. Like mindset is not like a one and done thing. It's something you're always constantly working to improve. Even when you aren't thinking about it, your mindset still plays a huge role in your day-to-day life. Welcome to the Product Powerhouse Podcast, where we talk about what it's like to run a product-based business. We'll be sharing specific actionable tips for your online store, chatting with other shop owners to go behind the scenes of their successful product-based businesses, and having a blast talking shop. I'm your host, Erin Alexander. I'm the founder of Alexander Design Company, a web design and marketing agency for e-commerce businesses. We work with incredible entrepreneurs to create an unforgettable online presence for their shop. Now grab a nice coffee and let's chat. So today I wanted to share three mindset shifts that I've personally made that have really helped me to reach six figures in my business. Before we dive in, I want to also clarify that I am not about that six-figure hustle. I don't believe you have to make six figures to be successful. Every person and every business is different. Your business needs maybe more or they may be less. It's not this magic number. I do think that it is a way of measurement. I just want to say that there's there's no magic that happens when you hit six figures, but it is kind of like a measurement that we're able to determine. And if you think about that, just like from the data standpoint, okay? All right. The first, and I think most important, well, maybe not. They're all really important. (laughs) Mindset shift that I really, really worked for is hiring help is not about me. It's about supporting other businesses and other women. For A long time, I was doing everything myself, and I really thought I couldn't afford anyone to help me. I was doing like coaching and stuff like that, but I didn't have a VA, I didn't have an assistant, nothing like that. I thought I should be able to do all the things myself. And then I was working with a coach in the fall of 2019, and we worked through this mindset shift together that Hiring help isn't just about getting things off my plate. It's also about supporting other women. So my first hire was an amazing designer, Kirsty, who is still on my team. Who She was working her business part-time. And I was like, hey, I know you're getting your business off the ground. Would you be interested in helping me? Because I have, you know, a lot on my plate. And now she works for herself. Like she was able to quit her job and fulfill her dream of running her own business. 
which was really empowering for me. It went from, I need to hire help, I can't afford help, to if I hire help, then I get to support other people. Even if I could just give her one cent towards working to her goals, that for me was really empowering. And that came back again in my second hire, who is a wonderful local friend who is a mom of three, and she's here just to make some money, extra money. So again, it wasn't about me, it was just about others. They are grateful to have extra income. Think of how excited you are every time you get a sale. That excitement is the same when you hire someone to help you. They're feeling excited. They're, you know, ready to put their best foot forward. So now for me, hiring feels really empowering. And this was a big mindset shift. Instead of feeling like it was just something I had to get off my plate, because hiring in your business is supporting other people but it's also giving you space to do things that are more important. And even if you feel like right now, maybe you can't afford to hire or you're not ready, even going through that process a little bit early can be really empowering. So I'm always encouraging people to hire help even before they feel like they are, quote, ready. So what you could do would be to look for ways to hire help in your business. Maybe you start by hiring a social media manager for a few hours per week or a VA or even a babysitter. It can be a small shift, a small amount of hours will make a big impact. That reminds me that my first hire was actually a mother's helper for about six hours per week. She would come play with my kids while I closed myself off in the bedroom to get things done. And it was amazing. Best dollars I ever spent. Okay, the second mindset shift that I had to go through was I already have what it takes to be successful. Let's be real. You do not have to be the smartest, the most creative, the most innovative, the cutest, the happiest, the nothing to be successful. And as humans, we are always focusing on our weaknesses and what we don't have, the skills that we don't have in order to be successful. But the thing is that you are already powerful exactly as you are today. You already have what it takes. I already have what it takes. You don't have to be more of anything else in order to be successful. This shows up for me in a lot of different ways. One big one I can think of is when it comes to creating content. I used to be like a self-development junkie. Every time I got in the car, I was turning on a new audiobook for self-development And it got to the point where I started feeling anxious every time I got in the car. And I realized that was because with every self-help book I read, I started to feel like, oh, I'm not doing the things that I've read about, therefore I am less than or whatever. I wasn't good enough. It was really, I guess, eye-opening to realize that that I was doing that to myself. But what I did is I turned off all of those audiobooks, all of the self-development podcasts, and I just started Well, I would listen to books, fiction for fun, and I would really soak up fiction. And I still do that to this day. This allowed me to start listening to my own voice and using my own voice. It helps me avoid comparing myself to everyone else on Instagram, helps me not buy a ton of courses that I don't need. It really helps me feel more creative when I am able to focus and listen to my own voice and not hear all these other voices in my head 
and just really believe that I already have what it takes to be successful. I don't need to learn anything else. I don't need to do anything else. I have it. It's just a matter of uncovering it. There is a careful distinction between growing as a person and like learning a new skill. If I wanted to learn a new skill, I would definitely take a new course, but it's not like I need, I don't need an MBA or I don't need a new degree or any other skills to be successful, right? And I think that this still ties back into, you don't have to make six figures to be successful. You are successful just as you are today, okay? I think the biggest the biggest truth that more people need to hear is that there is no secret. There's no secret to being successful. You already have what it takes. I wish I could teach that to more people and, and they believe it. I think that this really ties into my third mindset shift also, which was my success and my worth are not equal to the amount of money my business generates. Also, my success and my worth are not equal to my income. There is no dollar sign attached to my self-worth. To be quite honest, I sincerely hope this is something you struggle with. But if it is, I have been there. I also think that this is something that people are kind of taught to believe. Society puts people who make a lot of money on a pedestal, which is its own problem. But at a very young age, we start to internalize that people who have more money are better than us and they're more successful. They're, you know, cooler, whatever. (laughs) But it's just simply not true. And I have spent far too long feeling like my self-worth was equal to the dollars I made. Even before I had a business, I was always working multiple jobs because I felt like I needed to make more money. At one point early in my marriage, I was working three jobs and I was always looking for something better, something that would pay me more. And I, I just realized that I spent a lot of time and energy feeling like I wasn't good enough because of how much money I had or made. And I have worked really hard to separate the two things, my self-worth and my income level. They are not equivalent. I believe that person's worth is priceless. This is why I avoid the phrase like charge your worth. I don't think you should charge your worth because your worth is priceless. It's not possible. You should charge the value that your product or service offers, but you're not going to be able to charge your worth because no one has that amount of money. If this is something you also struggle with, I would encourage you to really dig into it and try to understand where it's coming from. There's a lot of great information out there. There's a lot of money mindset courses. I have some recommendations of books and resources that I have loved. The first one is You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. This is the first self-development book that I ever read and really resonated with. I might have read some previously, but I didn't, I don't remember them. But I listened to the audiobook. I remember I was walking my daughter downtown. It was like spring and it was really beautiful out. And I felt so empowered listening to that book and trying something new. And it was right around the time that I actually started my business and realized that while I had a good job, I just wasn't feeling fulfilled. So I really love that book. She has a couple others out now, like You Are a Badass at Making Money. And I've read those ones too. I feel like they're just really similar. So if you're going to just read one, just read You Are a Badass and you'll get the picture. (laughs) I also really loved A Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. 
And this book is really about saying yes to things that you would normally say no to. So it's about being brave and there's some business and some life anecdotes all tied in there to remind you that courage shows up even in the tiniest ways. One of the most memorable things for me in that book is she talks about saying yes to playing with her daughter and how no matter how cool you are, your kids only want to play with you for a certain amount of time and then they are bored. So you can take a small amount of time to play with your kids. I don't remember to do that often enough, but it's a great one. Another book that I highly recommend is The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. This is a book about limiting beliefs and how they show up in your life. And I think it is really valuable for like every human on the planet, no matter if you're in business or not, but it can really show you where you're um, self-sabotaging and doing a few things that are kind of ingrained in you to not succeed. It's really fascinating. I've listened to it and or read it at least three times now for sure. And it's one that I always go back to and refer to because it is so powerful. Now, I have also done money mindset courses and read mindset books by a lot of other people to work on this. And like I said before, it's something that you have to work on constantly. It's not just like a one-time deal. Oh, I fixed that money block. Now I get to do, now I'm fine. What happens is new things show up. You find yourself working out your, your mindset issues in different ways. One that I recently was able to acknowledge is that I would, I go get a coffee from my coffee stand every single day. And I would hold on to the punch cards like you, after you bought 10, you get a free one. I would hold on to those and like hoard them till I had like 10 free ones because I was always afraid that one day I wouldn't have enough money to be able to pay for my coffee. And I started to realize that that was a scarcity mindset just showing up in a different way. It wasn't about money. It was about my coffees. (laughs) And so now anytime I get a free one, I use it right away because in the future I will get more free ones and I will have enough money to pay for my coffee. That's a silly example, but it's just goes to show you that these mindset things that we're working on show up in small ways and sometimes they show up in big ways. So yeah, (laughs) I hope, I hope you found this episode interesting. Um, I'm curious if you feel like you have some mindset shifts to go through. I mean, I'm sure you do. Everyone kind of does. Even if you're a billionaire, you still have to go work on your mindset. And I would love to just take this discussion even deeper. So if you want to come find us in the Product Powerhouse Community Facebook group, we would love to have you. It's a fun group of shop owners and product-based businesses who are just ready to take their business to the next level. You can find that by going to productpowerhouse.co slash community, or you can just type product powerhouse in that search bar on Facebook and you will find us. And we will be talking about mindset when this episode goes live. Thank you for listening to the Product Powerhouse podcast. It means so much to me that you take the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. It's my favorite thing to create, and I am so grateful that you've taken the time to listen. If you enjoyed this podcast or you have listened to other episodes and enjoyed those, it would mean the world to me if you could take a minute out of your day to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me get the show out to more people just like you who are out there trying to grow their own product-based business.